War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 131. It's July 25th. It's what 5:15 in the p.m. and it's 80 degrees outside. What is this? Is it football weather? Why do we always say that? It's 80 degrees because it just rained. But we always act like anytime it drops down below 90, it's football weather. We forget the fact that it's 90 degrees up until like what October. 30th, 31st, Halloween. I mean, I remember specifically a November 1st game being one of the hottest. I can't remember who it was, but just a while back being the hottest thing. <clears throat> anyway, it's not football weather. It's like, it's northeast football. I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, so it's Monday. Not much happened today. Auburn uh, posted some pictures. Oh, let's talk about this. On Sunday, yesterday, the uh, was the SEC takeover of the SR. I'm not sure what, um, but it uh, it started at 11 o'clock Central Saturday night and went till last night at 11. And the first game was the uh, the first time ever 1989 Iron Bowl. First time Alabama had come to Auburn. Auburn won 30 to 20. Alabama was ranked number two in the nation, undefeated, and Auburn was ranked number 11. I think they had lost once or twice, probably twice, um, and Auburn beat them by 10. But besides that, it was the Auburn takeover on the SEC Network, and for whatever reason, SEC Network decided to have the Alabama logo, the Alabama takeover logo, up for the first 50 minutes of that game. So I, of course, tweeted about it, and then it got tweeted by a head bammer, uh, one of the head bammers, and, of course, that turned into every Alabama fan that follows him, getting on me going, oh, boo-hoo, blah, blah, blah. They they really know who runs this state. This was happening during a game where Auburn won by 10 points and ended Alabama's chance in the national championship. So that was great. Uh, really ironic. Um, Alabama also went on to lose to Miami after that game uh, against in the Sugar Bowl. So, you know, they have a strong track record of losing games in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, but anyway, so that was dumb. Uh, but Al Auburn's takeover was probably one of the best. They had that game, the 94 Florida game, uh, the Oklahoma softball game, the second game where we hit the Grand Slam, Auburn beating Alabama in the uh, in gymnastics for the first time since the 70s, uh, the 2010 Iron Bowl, the 2013 Iron Bowl, and then when Auburn beat Kentucky in basketball this past year. And a lot of those games, I, I tweeted this, a lot of those games – we're not just games that Auburn fans like to see. I mean, obviously for the past few years since Saban's been in Alabama, they've kind of been the king, whatever. So to see them lose the way they lost in 2010 and the way they lost in 2013, everybody besides Alabama fans has to love that. And then the the softball game beating Oklahoma, that was just a cool way to end the game with the Grand Slam after being down 7 to nothing or whatever it was. Um there's just a lot of games that, and every, everybody likes seeing Kentucky lose in basketball. So it was just, I feel like yesterday was a lot of games that other fans probably enjoyed just as much as Auburn fans. Take away the Alabama fans. Um, so what else? Oh, so today, uh, or also yesterday, let's just say this again, um, Auburn in some publications has the number one recruiting class in basketball in the nation for 2017. And Auburn added a top 50 player yesterday, a number, there was a four-star. Uh, his 
name was Okiki, something like that, O-K-E-K-E, something like that, I'm not sure how I'm saying it, but I just, first of all, you know, it's when you, when it's, you know, last year, I guess it was like April, Auburn's recruiting class is ranked number one, I'm like, okay, well, is that really going to matter in October? Um, but, you know, now we're getting further down the line, and Auburn keeps adding more people and keeping them at the top spot for the for, you know, the number one recruiting class. Uh, I mean, I don't care about that, but I'm just, I don't care what they're ranked in recruiting. But the fact that Auburn has anything close to the top in a recruiting class shows you what Bruce Pearl's able to do. I just hope he doesn't, I mean, I know he's going to be around for a little bit, but I just hope he doesn't get back to where he's in the good graces. And We win a few national championships, and then all of a sudden he decides to go be the North Carolina coach or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's ever not going to be the case with Auburn basketball where you get a coach that's good and he will leave. Not that that's ever happened. Can you think of it when that has ever happened? Let's go back. Tony Barbie fired. Levo fired. Uh, Cliff Ellis left because he was kind of pushed out for cheating. Um, I can't think of any coach that has left Auburn basketball or football. This is a good segue, not really a segue, but tie-in, that everybody says people are always trying to get out of Auburn. Nobody's left. So, I don't know. Back to all, all what I was saying. I just think that's amazing that Auburn's got the number one class. Thing is, I look at it, and Washington has number two. Now, I don't know if I could ever tell you anything about Washington basketball ever, but that just makes me kind of think that later down the line, when the big, big, big dogs who want to put on a show for signing day or want to be on ESPN during theirs, later in the year when it gets to that time, I just kind of feel like that's when our number one ranking might drop. But still, if you're ranked number one in recruiting, uh, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to, you're not going to drop past the 20th spot, I guess. And to say that Auburn has a top 20 recruiting class is even good enough. So it's pretty awesome. Also with recruiting, this is probably the most recruiting I've ever talked to on the blog spots. Um, Auburn got, of course I can't think of his name right now, Bishop, something Bishop today in football. He's a four-star uh, athlete slash quarterback. Um, I watched some of his highlights and he, he can run. That was obviously part of his arsenal. But he was dropping dimes, not to, not to be like the kids, but he was making some amazing throws on the video I saw. I think it was on 24-7. Uh, but, you know, Auburn, Auburn's got a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, there's, there's going to be a point where we're going to have three, four to five-star quarterbacks on the roster. We've got Woody Barrett, who's probably going to redshirt this year. Sean White. Is he going to – I have a feeling he might transfer. I just had that feeling. I don't know. If he's not the starter, if he's not even second string, which he probably won't be this year, um, I don't know. I'm saying that. I have no clue. I honestly could see Auburn starting any three of the top three quarterbacks we have right now. I could see Jeremy Johnson going out there, and I know that makes some of you squirm. But when he came back in last year, he was not that bad. So, I don't know. He. I, it's why I was, I was confused why Sean White played – the Birmingham Bowl, not because I didn't think he was good. I was fine with Sean White. But Jeremy did not play bad in the Iron Bowl. He, um, I don't know, he just seemed to be a little more, 
okay in the head, I guess I could say. But anyway, I can see Sean White playing. I can see John Franklin III obviously playing because it seems like he can. But I say all that to say we're going to have Woody Barrett pretty much a freshman next year. Sean White would be a junior next year. John Franklin III would be a – wouldn't he be a junior? I guess, yeah, he'd be a – no, he's a junior this year. He'd be a senior next year. Jeremy Johnson will be gone. But then we've got this four-star coming in. I feel like there's one more out there floating around. Uh, I mean, quarterbacks like that want to come. But the dual threats, they want to come to Auburn because it's a cool offense. And if people can just get off the fact that Gus Malzahn has to win a national championship this year to save his job and maybe leave somebody there and go through some bumps and get some consistency, we might see – what it looks like when you've got four and five stars everywhere, especially at the quarterback position. People like Gus Malzahn. They want to come play quarterback for him. People you wouldn't think would are coming to Auburn to play in this offense. But now we're in going into year four, and it's like, oh, he's got to win nine games or, or he's gone. Because last year where Jeremy Johnson went, you know, whatever happened to him, um, honestly, not Gus's fault, I don't think. Uh, and then Sean White came in, and Sean White got hurt. And Duke Williams got kicked off the team. And Carl Lawson was hurt half the season. A lot of things made last year underwhelming, and I don't think half of it was coaching. Gus has, Gus has admitted that he should not have been such a CEO last year and coached more, and that's what he's going to do this year. So maybe... Gus has, is recruiting a base of players. Remember, he's still coaching some Chiswick players right now. He's recruiting a base of players, a base, a base of players that will succeed once the groundwork is laid. Once you've got four stars and up everywhere, you're going to win. Last year was still a transition year. Last year was crazy with all the injuries and everything. But, I mean, 2013 was special and a lot, took a lot to happen. 2014 was a bit underwhelming, but you have to remember, they went on the road at Georgia and Alabama. The, the, the schedule was way tougher than 2013, even though you had most of the same team back, except for Trey Mason, which was a huge loss. Um, so, I don't get on a tangent about nothing that had to do with what I was talking about, but... Auburn got another elite quarterback, and I think that says a lot about what Gus Malzahn is able to do and goes beyond your judgment of year three. That's all I'll say. Um, and then also today I posted uh, all of Auburn's new numbers. I actually found out a new one today. T.J. Neal, the linebacker that transferred from Indiana, he had not had a number until today. Auburn posted some pictures of where they were taking pictures. It was picture day for for promotional stuff, probably for the video and all that kind of stuff. And TJ Neal was standing there wearing number 17. So we've got a 17 like we did with Chris Frost and Josh Bynes, uh, middle linebackers. So, yeah, I don't know. That's 17 playing the same position. Um, the last post I put on warbloggle.com. Something about new Tigers get their new numbers or something like that. It's all the freshmen. Uh, a few a few players change numbers. I can think of at least one off the top of my head. You'll have to go read to see who it was. But 
yeah, that's it. Lots of good recruiting. Football's only 40 days away from today. That's it. Bloggle spot number 130, done. Excuse me. Bloggle spot number 131, done. War Eagle.